0: Welcome to Viking 360, I'm Mike Rubin, and I'll be joined later in the podcast by our friend Brian Johnson. Looking at Viking boys basketball, the varsity is now 9-8 on the season. They have a game on Friday evening at Scott. Uh, Important games early in the week against uh, old LKC rivals Williamstown and Ravenswood. We'll talk with Coach Derek Mullins about the upcoming schedule. The uh, junior varsity team has a record of 8-6. Uh, and six. Uh, They are coming off wins over St. Albans and Lincoln County. Also, congratulations to the Ripley Middle School team. They were runners-up in the Mid-Valley Athletic Conference, advancing to the finals before losing to Hurricane. We have an interview with Carson Golf. Brian Johnson talked with Carson. He's one of the most unselfish players that you'll ever meet. Also, a conversation that Brian had with Ripley graduate Logan Seabolt. In girls basketball, the Lady Vikings uh, finished the season with a record of 17-5. and They now had to postseason play. The Lady Vikings picked up a big win. Over Wayne uh, this week, Uh, it was 70-68. McKinnon Hall had a big game against the Pioneers, and we'll have uh, her thoughts on that game. Also, the Lady Vikings wrapped up the regular season with a 20-point win over Sissonville, and we'll hear from head coach John Kennedy. They face Winfield in sectional tournament action on Wednesday. The uh, girls' team at Ripley Middle had much improvement this year. They improved to seven and eleven on the season after winning only two games a year ago. And also, the junior varsity team at Ripley Middle uh, finished at ten and seven. It's a big weekend for the Viking wrestling team. They will be in the regional tournament on Saturday uh, down at Hurricane. Uh, Coach Matt Smith and the Vikings are hoping to advance to the uh, state wrestling tournament coming up in Huntington. The top four wrestlers in each weight class uh, will have that opportunity. The Vikings have several wrestlers uh, with an excellent shot of uh, advancing. Uh, Brock Matson has uh, 29 wins to his credit this season. Uh, freshman Ethan Kay has 20 wins. Uh, senior Brett Haskins has 37 wins. Um Hunter Brown, a a junior with 30 wins on the season. Eli Koontz, a senior with 21. Cooper Durst, a freshman with 33. They'll be among the wrestlers who are attempting to punch their ticket to the state wrestling tournament. Also, I had a conversation with Ripley graduate Noah Westfall. He's now stationed on a U.S. Navy submarine. It's an interesting story. I think you'll enjoy it. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, RipleyVikings.com for all your Viking apparel needs. See RipleyVikings.com and use the coupon code Viking360 for that fifteen percent off. Here we go.
1: It's on to the postseason for Lady Viking basketball. They stand at seventeen and five after recording two wins this week. Junior guard McKinnon Hall talks about her big game as Ripley defeated fourth-ranked Wayne. And Coach John Kennedy gives his Lady Viking report card following a 20-point win over Sissonville in the regular season finale.
0: McKinnon, a big win uh, for the Lady Vikes tonight over a very good team from Wayne High School.
2: Oh, yeah, it was huge. We really came together tonight and played such as a team. We had really good chemistry, and we just stuck it out and played hard, and we got the win.
0: And McKinnon, you had a big night numbers-wise. I think 23 points, but an in, in important thing was, I think, 9 of 10 from the free throw line.
2: Yeah, I've really been putting in the work, me and Sophie. We've been standing to practice, and we've been shooting with our dads for a pretty good while.
0: And uh, not only 9 of 10 for the game, but uh, 6 of 6 at the foul line in that crucial uh, fourth quarter.
2: Oh, yeah, it was huge.
1: Really nervous, but I got it.
0: And how does this win compare up there? This was uh, I mean, this was a big one for the team. Wayne was ranked slightly ahead of us coming into the game.
2: Oh, yeah, number five, knocking off four. That was huge, especially because no one thought we could do it.
0: Ken, congratulations on a big win.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Coach, any time you hold a team scoreless for an entire quarter, I guess you cannot complain too much about the defense.
3: (laughs) No. uh, The girls were definitely locked in defensively this evening in the first quarter and even in the first half and uh extremely proud of them going into half when you allow a, a AAA opponent to four points and 16 minutes of play and i told the girls after the game they were down on themselves they're exhausted it's a long season and they look like that they lost the game because they know that they didn't play very well offensively uh and that's just stuff you run into you know, when you get this late in the season, and we're going to have some time off to get rejuvenated, and hopefully we can go into sectionals there next Wednesday against Winfield and, and move on. Well,
0: let's talk about the wrapping up the regular season. What is your evaluation? Give this, this give this team a, a grade uh, for the regular season.
3: So far, I would say we're we're at a B plus. Uh, we're not in an A yet because the when we have to face pressure sometimes, uh, we just put our head down and, and we let them speed us up. Now, when they did try to press us this this evening, uh, they did do a better job slowing down this evening, um, but still yet, uh, if we could handle pressure a little bit better, I'd give this team an A, but right now we're still sitting at a B plus.
0: And as you mentioned, we have Winfield in the first round of the class AAA sectional tournament. It's on your home court. Uh, tell me uh, about how you think your team matches up with the Generals.
3: Uh, I think it's a good matchup. When we played them here earlier in the season, we switched up a lot of defenses on them, and uh, their perimeters—they don't have a lot of perimeter shooters, um, but they do have two bigs on us, which. Um, We matched up on them the last time we played them here. And and I'm not sure there might have been only one girl in double figures and then the high scorer, I think the second one was maybe seven. Uh, We've got to contain uh, their point guard for sure and not let her get downhill. She is quick. She will penetrate on us. Uh, We can't bail her out and get in foul trouble. She'll throw up some shots, and some of them will go in, some of them they won't, but we've just got to be smart, just contain her, and then we've got to front those, those post players inside, and we've got to protect the backside lob
0: coach enjoy the win and get ready for
3: winfield thank you rube i always appreciate you sir
1: viking basketball is now nine and eight heading down the home stretch of the regular season first we'll hear from senior guard carson golf and then coach Derek mullins talks about three challenging opponents that are upcoming in rapid fire carson thanks for being with me Thanks for having me brian carson uh Tell me a little bit about your Viking basketball journey, man. Uh, uh, to say that I'm proud of you might be an understatement. I mean, you've uh, been the consummate team player all the way through, uh, and uh, it's been fun to watch you get some playing time
4: this year and really contribute. Oh, it's been fun. I've loved it. I love the team I'm on right now. We're we're set for a bright future even next year after I'm out of here. We're set for probably a run in the States. I'm
1: positive about that. Tell me uh, what it's been like for you personally uh, to kind of work your way up through the ranks and, and and wait your time. And and now you're out there contributing, you're getting some important minutes and some important uh, spots in the game. I think it's fun. Um,
4: I've grinded all the way from freshman, now senior year, junior year. Last year I played JV, I thought i proved myself. And this year I'm getting the chance to really show what I'm made of.
1: How important is it for you and Eli uh, to, to be leaders? Uh, this is a young basketball team for the most part. Uh, and they are going to look up to you guys to some degree as seniors uh, for your role, what you guys bring to, to the uh, to the team. Talk about being a leader inside that locker room.
4: Um, it's it's important. I think that we got to be the mentors, really, and be an example for them because they're still young. I mean, there's you've seen the young spots on the team. We're obviously young, a lot of mistakes, late in the games and all that. But
1: I think they look up to us and for us to mentor them. Tell me about uh, your mentality, man. I love – I'd take a team full of you. Uh, You're the first guy off the bench cheering when your teammates do something good. Uh, You're always out there hyping everybody up during pregame. Practice-wise, I know you and Eli bring it uh, in practice uh, to try to make the guys better for game. Uh, Tell me about your mentality, man. It takes a special person to be able to embrace that role. I I call
4: myself the old head of the team. I got that old head mentality. This is a team – I'm part of the team. I'm gonna bring it every day at practice, whether in a game, and it gets them better and it gets me better. And I hope that, that
1: rubs down on them. What would it mean for you to to don the floor at the Civic Center here in in a few weeks, man? It's possible. We've hit a little bit of a, of a, a bump in the road here, but this team has the ability to get there. What would it mean to you personally? Oh, it'd mean
4: a lot. I've dreamed of it since last year. Really, it's it, it's a possibility, and I hope it happens. It'd just be great to finish off my career at the Civic Center.
1: When your career is over and you walk across that stage at Ripley High School in June or late May, whenever that graduation ceremony is, what's next for you? Go on the Marshall and become a cardiologist, hopefully. That's
4: my dream. Been dreaming dream about it since I was a little boy. Carson, best of luck, man, and
1: congratulations. Really proud of you and, and what you've brought to this basketball team. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it.
0: Coach, uh, Lincoln County historically has not been good to Ripley, but you were able to go down to Hamlin and pick up a win the other night?
5: Yeah, found a way to pull through. Didn't play our best game. They made a bunch of shots. We missed a bunch of easy bunnies around the basket. But at, at the end of the night, we came away with a W. Whether it's a, a one-point win or a 30-point win, we'll take it any way, any way we can get it. Confidence is huge right now going into postseason. Hopefully, we can just keep building off this. So we're coming up next with Scott, a team with a similar record to Ripley.
0: We played them back uh, right before Christmas and it went to double overtime. What are your thoughts on
5: playing the Skyhawks? Uh, they're a team that gets up and down. Um, they play nine, ten 10 deep. Um, they're going to press um, the whole game, um, they're a guy, they're a bunch of team that tries to really make a bunch of paint touches, uh, shoot a lot of jump shots. I think they shot almost 80 sometimes here. I think so. I think 88 to be exact, which is just unheard of. I know it was a double overtime game, but they're trying to get up as many shots as they can. That coach, Coach Ballard does a a really good job with them guys, and um, I think we have a pretty good game plan um, coming into them. But uh, just trying to just keep building off of uh, the Lincoln County game and just keep them going forward with it. And then uh, next week, we
0: uh, go back to the Little Kanoa Conference and play a couple of very uh, competitive teams.
5: Uh, first, Williamstown, they have a record of 14-5. and five. Yeah, Williamstown's a really good team. I talked to uh, Coach Caro. They won, of course, AA States last year, and I've just been trying to find some games. I want to make sure these guys get all 22 games. I wasn't able to get 22, but I got as close as I could to 21 games, and he was one of those guys that, um, contacted me uh, recently, these past couple weeks, that if we ever need a game um, to get a hold of him. And uh, I found out we had some space in between this last week to where we were able to find another game. And he said, We'll come up and play you guys as long as you come the following year. I said, yeah, Heck yeah, we're well, more than welcome to um, come up, have them come up here and play us. And uh, like I said, I haven't watched a whole lot of film of them yet. I've been getting ready for. Uh, Scott, but I really plan on game planning with them on Saturday morning uh, during practice to get ready for them. And, of course, we have another back-to-back uh, with Ravenswood on Tuesday, which is another really good team. We have we have some payback with them. We went over there and didn't play our best ball, and hopefully we can, uh, as I've stated, try to get some confidence these next couple games to get ready for a really good Ravenswood team. Coach, go Vikes. Yes, sir.
1: Ripley Wrestling returns to the mats on Saturday in the regional tournament at Hurricane. As we hear from Coach Matt Smith, the Vikings are competing to earn a spot in the upcoming state tournament.
0: Coach, in wrestling season, uh, everything gears toward the state tournament, and that means it gears to get to the state tournament, you have to get through the regional tournament, and that is this weekend. Uh, tell us about uh, how the regional is uh, set up for the Vikings this year.
6: Uh, it's, tough, it's tough as it has been. Um, they redrew the, the, the uh, teams in it um, several years ago, and um, it's, it's probably the toughest region in AAA, um, I would say, in terms of just depth, because um, you've got to deal with uh, uh, Pergersburg South, who's they were state champs last year, um, Pergersburg High, Huntington, Battle Midland, um, Hurricane, Spring Valley, and... Um, and, you know, it's just a, it's just a tough region to try to get out of. So you've got to be in the top four. Um, so with teams like that, it, it's very typical that you'll have um, four or five of the best guys in the state. Um, and there's been years where, um, you know, a guy finishes fifth in the region and would have we'll possibly placed the state tournament because um, the other guys from in the top um, four or five guys there. So. Um, makes it really, really difficult um, when that's the case. But um, I think we're up uh, for the challenge at this point. You know, we've been training all season long, and I think we've came a long way. And um, I'm excited to, uh, to, you know, have this test for our guys and um, see who all we can get through to the state tournament, and then see where we can go from there.
0: And you had a little bit of time off uh, to get ready for the regional.
6: Uh, yeah, we've got. Uh, so we kind of wound the season down. It's just. Uh, um, I try to lay it out to where it makes the most sense, and and kind of to to uh, kind of hit our stride. So our, our last big tournament was at the SAZ, um, which is uh, at the same place as the state tournament, so they get that experience, which is really nice. Um, and there's um, you, know, you wrestle a lot of the top double A schools there as well, AAA. Um, so you you know overall and depth wise, it's probably tougher than the state tournament. You um, know, of course, there are some teams that don't come and things like that. So um, some guys are um, some of your tougher guys um, aren't necessarily there. Um, but in terms of having to grind through a tournament, I think it's a really good um, good test for us. Um, and then we had uh, that, that following week um, um, off, and then had um, a match with Capital uh, Midland, Spring Valley, and Hurricane, kind of a, a regional um, preview, so to speak. And then we had our home match um, against Point Pleasant um, the following day to kind of wrap up our season. So we're... Um, yeah, we kind of wind down a little bit, um, just so that way we're, we're not going
0: through the grind of a couple of tournaments in a row leading right into regionals. So, uh, tell us um, how the lineup is shaping up. Are, are, are the Vikings uh, pretty healthy, and, and how does it look like uh, the Vikings will, will line up at the regional?
6: Um, I think we're relatively healthy right now um, other than um, injuries that guys have had um, earlier Luke Matson had, had broke his wrist actually at uh, winter's choice and was hoping to be able to come back but um, had a, a checkup with the doctor and um, they weren't gonna let, it wasn't healing quite as much or as well as they thought so um, he's kind of been out since then but has been in every practice and things like that since um, um, I really hate that for him but but glad he's um, he stuck around with us and and um, you know, I think it's just a—it's a, it's kind of a great showing as far as being able to see what he can do next year and things like that. Um, but in terms of the, everybody else, I think we're we're in pretty good shape there. Um, guys are kind of hitting their stride a little bit. We did the the last week of the regular season. I think we wrestled um, a little bit rough. I don't think we, we were quite at our best. Um, we had some spurts, some some different little highlights there um, over those two days. But I really thought we wrestled better um, the following weeks before that. So. Um, usually when we dip a little bit, we typically bounce back pretty well, and I think this, this weekend will be a good, good chance for us to do
0: that. Very good. Coach, good luck in the regional. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Rick.
1: Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Just two years ago, Noah Westfall was guiding Ripley's football team down the field as the Viking quarterback. As we hear in this interview with Mike Rubin, he's now helping to guide a submarine as a member of the United States Navy.
0: All right, we're talking with a former Viking football player, Noah Westfall, who has had an interesting career in the U.S. military. Uh, Noah, and that career began uh, right after high school, and uh, just tell me about that.
2: Uh, you know, it's uh it's a pretty wild ride. Uh straight out of high school. Uh went to boot camp in July of twenty twenty. Uh once I graduated uh, boot camp in about September of twenty twenty. I came to Groton, Connecticut, the submarine capital of the world, uh to pursue uh a career in the submarine force. Uh went through a schooling to become a torpedo man's mate, so in charge of uh weapon systems, uh aboard submarines. Um Spent about eight months in the schooling, finally uh, got to my boat, and that's pretty much what brought me here today.
0: And, Noah, you were telling me that uh, this is a, a tradition that runs rich in your family.
2: It is. My uh, my father was previously a submariner, so very proud to have uh, followed in his footsteps and um, just pursue a career that a lot of people in the military don't, don't
0: follow. So, pretty Can you proud accomplishment. Noah, can you explain to me what it's like uh, to be in the depths of an ocean?
2: Uh, it's really, uh, it's just another day of life. Uh, you just got a lot, of, a lot of responsibility held upon yourself to really uh, keep everyone safe, pay attention to uh, aspects of the boat itself, um, keep yourself disciplined, make sure you're paying attention to everything going on, because at any, at any point something could happen, and it's really, it really relies on you and the crew. To uh, keep everyone safe.
0: And uh, Noah, where all have you been? Where has this taken you around this big old world?
2: Several places, just you know, in the depths of the ocean, crawling through. A lot of, a lot of cool experiences. Been down to uh, Florida, um, messed around out, out in the ocean. But it's a, it's a pretty wild, expansive career. got a, a to get attract a lot of places.
0: And you plan to make this a- an extended career, or will this be a brief stint in the military?
2: Well, I'd like to uh, go through my contract a little more. Could potentially see it as a career. I, I enjoy my job. It's a very uh, very, very fun job. Uh, you learn a lot. You see a lot. Uh, so I'd like to finish it out, see how, see how I like it. I could potentially make it a career, though.
0: Can you tell me what uh, just a little bit about what a typical day uh, might be for you on a submarine?
2: Yeah, so uh, it's it's like any other normal job. A lot of just going in, doing a lot of work. You know, keeping keeping the boat ready to go at all times. Um, preparing systems, make sure uh, that when it does come time to go underway, that nothing is nothing's damaged or could potentially you know fail on you. So it's really a lot of a lot of work, a lot of paying attention to your systems, understanding them, getting as much knowledge as you can. Um, and with that, you just. You just go through it every day, to when when the time comes that you got to go out to sea.
0: Noah, thank you so much uh, for your time, and thank you so much uh, for what you're doing uh, for our country. Thank you. Thanks for the
2: support. Uh, very proud of it. So uh,
0: yeah, thank you for having me on this. He was a 2008 graduate and a two-sport athlete at Ripley High School. We welcome Logan Siebold to the podcast.
1: Logan, uh, thanks for being with me, man. Hey, that's no problem. Great to catch up with you, buddy. Uh, I, I look at back at, uh, you know, your 2008, uh, 2007, 2008 basketball season, and uh, you were a little ahead of your time, man. When I, when I look at big guys now, Uh, and the way that they play more of a face-up game, rim runners. Uh, You were that guy back in uh, 2007-2008.
7: Yeah, I always did. Always, you know, for my height, um, always felt like I was a little bit, you know, quicker than a lot of the, like, a lot taller, heavier guys and always tried to kind of face up and, and use my speed a little bit to be able to get to the rim. And that was a big team, too, Logan. I mean,
1: when you look at your, uh, your starting lineups, and, and I can remember four of them, Chase Fisher being a freshman, big guard, Noah Fisher being the two. Uh, he was a junior, I believe, that year, and uh, he's a, a pretty sizable two guard. Uh, and you and, and Dewey Young, I mean, uh, as far as size is concerned across the starting lineup, that's a big uh, starting group.
7: Yeah, over, uh my senior year, um, we had a really good team. Of course, you know, yeah, Chase, who was a freshman um, and we all know how, you know, good he ended up being. I mean, even then, I mean, he could give you 15 a night and that was, you know, not even, he never really even shot that much. Uh, Of course, Noah, he always could light it up. And then Dewey, I mean, Dewey for his height and his build was such a strong and fundamentally sound big guy. I mean, Dewey, He could just work in the paint all night, and he had a good jumper. And, of course, you know, we had Seth, too, and, you know, Seth was – he's a good athlete as well. I mean, great football player, quarterback, shoot, dribble. Uh, We we had a really good basketball team my senior year.
1: Yeah, and you averaged 11 points, nine rebounds. Uh, You shot 60% from the floor for the season. I mean, uh, do you reflect much on that year and your accomplishments and what you were able to do? It's not like we were feeding you the basketball every trip down the floor with all of those scorers on the floor, man. You had to go get it a lot of times
7: yourself from on a nightly basis. You know, one thing I could say about that team, um, and I think everybody who played on that team would say, you know, we had a lot of success that year. I think we won like 14 games that year. Um, and I think a lot of that, too, was – you know, like you said, the size, and of course, uh, Noah and Chase coming. Um, but we never really did. We never really did feed anybody. I mean, you know, I, I mean, when the ball came to you, I mean, you just tried to do your thing or look for the open guy. I mean, really, nobody was the. You know what I mean? Nobody had yeah. the, the the spotlight on them to get fed the ball on that team.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was an unselfish team, if I remember correctly, and uh, you guys really meshed together well with Chase and Noah coming in uh you know not really being playing with you guys uh up until that point I thought it was pretty neat how you know
7: close you guys got and how everyone uh, played off of each other so well yeah I think the big thing was too was you know we just always like to have a good time you know like we were good friends we all had uh good attitudes and Everybody just meshed real well, had a good time, you know, messing around in practice or after practice or, you know, everybody just kind of meshed really well. And and like I said, we just always just shared the ball. And, you know, if nobody got mad at somebody for shooting on that yeah. team.
1: One of the games I always think about when I think about Viking basketball was the matchup down at the field house in Huntington when the Highlanders had O.J. Mayo, Patrick Patterson, and, and that whole crew. And I think about the way you guys competed in that game. You lost by 35 or 40. But when you look at the scores that they were beating people by, I mean, they, they beat South Charleston by 70 that year. They they were beating teams by 60, 70, even 80 points uh, in certain instances. And, and you guys, it was a, a upper 30s by the time the, the game was over with. But you guys were hanging in there a lot of that game within 20 or so points. I really – was impressed with the way you guys fat uh, fought and, and battled in that game.
7: Yeah. And of course um, on that team, that was uh, my junior year. Um, that was before Noah and chase had come to Ripley and uh, we had uh, Jared and of course, uh, Brett Barnett was a senior on that team. Um, and, and once again, I mean, you know, real unselfish team. And uh, you know, of course they had the size and the speed and, the skill, you know, I mean, it was unparalleled as, as far as that goes. But, you know, our guys, I mean, we always did, you know, play as hard as we could and never really backed down from anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, how much fun was that for you to play in that game with the spotlight being on it? Uh, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you knew you were playing against guys that, you know, at that time you didn't know that they would be NBA players, but you definitely knew that they were going to be good uh Division One. Uh, you know, college athletes. Logan, do you
1: keep up with uh, Viking uh, hoops and sports much? I
7: mean, you played football and basketball, and,
1: and uh, we're uh, a uh, a very good player on both. Uh, do, you, do you
7: keep uh, contact with what's going on around Ripley High? Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely get on my phone and uh, look up the scores of the games and uh, see, you know, who's playing and who the players are that are, you know, getting a lot of the notoriety and stuff like that. I definitely... Uh, you know, try to look that stuff up and keep up with it a little bit.
1: So fast forward to now, Logan. Uh, what's uh, going on in Logan Seabolt's world now? Where you got uh, family? I I believe I think you have one, maybe two children. Uh, where are you living, and what are you doing?
7: Yeah, so uh, I'm uh, married to my wife Caitlin, and I have a uh, she'll be four here next month, Elena, a little girl, and then I also have a uh, an eleven month old uh emory as well two little girls and uh we live in ripley now uh and i work for the the power company up in parkersburg mom power outstanding logan
1: keep those girls in ripley man we need athletes to stay here uh and i know coach kennedy uh, if he's still around uh, when those girls are in the high school age
7: he'll be happy to have uh, uh the genes coming from the seabolt family there oh most definitely actually uh i caught him in a gas station there a while back and uh I actually asked him if he was going to stay around until my girls got up there. Of course, he didn't know that I had kids, and he asked me how old they were. I told him one was 11 months old. He said he didn't know if he'd be able to stick around that
1: long. <laughs> Logan, man, it was great catching up with you, buddy. T- thanks for taking the time, and uh, best of luck to you and your family.
7: No, righty. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Remember, For all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.